Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Tracy Ryan is the Master Formulator and Managing Director of Codex Labs Europe and she'll explain how her Irish natural skincare range has been used by the Kardashians. Tracy, let's start with an insight into your childhood growing up in Tipperary. Did you always have aspirations to work in the beauty sector? Good morning, Carol. Thanks very much for having me on. Uh, definitely not aspirations to work in the beauty sector. I don't think that was something I was too interested in when I was younger, but I was always completely like fascinated with plants and loved anything to do with plants and outdoors, nature, the environment, that kind of thing. So that led me to do um, a course in horticulture. And then I went on and I studied herbal science at CIT. Um, I thought I would work in the industry like herbal medicine or herbal research. Um, but actually, I did a project for college. Um, I set up kind of an idea around a natural skincare line. I wrote a business plan, wrote a marketing plan, and I just kind of got bitten by the bug. I loved it. So tell me, Tracy, what is herbal alchemy and how can it benefit the skin? So I suppose what we do in natural skincare is there's so many ingredients out there for us to use in the world of plants. I mean, there's gorgeous plant oils. We have the floral waters. We have butters. There's just so many beautiful ingredients um, that are really good for your skin. So in natural skincare, we just we formulate using all the wonderful things that plants have to offer. But I mean, skincare and natural skincare has come on so much in the last decade. Anything that you have in conventional skincare, be it peptides or the preservatives or the emulsifiers or the fantastic actives. I mean, it's all there in the plant world as well so we're just harnessing the power of nature really to make really gorgeous skincare I mean people are really interested in natural and clean and effective skincare and I mean that's all there in nature So in 2012 you went on and you started and launched Bia Beauty how did you achieve growth initially? So I, I came out from a background of working in health in health food stores. That's how I funded myself through college. I had a part-time job in the health food store. So I knew that was a great market to start in. I knew there was great interest and um, I knew a lot of the stores and the owners and the distributors involved. So that was kind of my model at the start. And bit by bit, I grew it until we were stocking. I mean, we were stocking up to 100 stores in Ireland at the height of Be A Beauty, but it was very much like a domestic business. We did a small bit of exporting, but it was very much based on the Irish market. What happened next is you had an opportunity to meet Barbara Paldus, a US-based scientist, engineer and entrepreneur. Talk to me about how that opportunity came along firstly. Yeah, that was amazing. So just by absolute luck, Barb travels a lot to Cork. Over the years, she would have been involved with different pharma companies in Cork. And she was passing through Cork Airport when she saw Be A Beauty for sale in the um, in the duty-free area. Cork Airport, really looking after their own, had given us a fantastic spot in the duty-free. I mean, you couldn't miss us. We were slapping us as soon as you came out of security. And Barb um, has a son who would have various kind of sensitivity skincare products. So she would have picked up things on her travels all the time. So she picked up Be A Beauty. Um, and then she was already thinking about getting into the natural skincare world. So she contacted me um, not long after she had been in Cork and wanted to know would I be interested in joining Codex Beauty, which is her idea to, to bring together brands from around the world that have a, a, like a, an inspiration in, in traditional herbal medicine, but also like a scientific background. Um, you know, the fact that I had come out of a degree in herbal science and um, you know, had that kind of knowledge was really appealing to her. Okay, so at that stage, you made a decision to join the Codex brand. What value has it brought to you? 
So I suppose it's completely elevated us from where we were. Um, as soon as we joined Codex, we had access to things that we just didn't have access to before as a small company. We had access to a team. So the Codex team is quite a big team. There's um, 30 something of us spread across the world. Expertise in things like marketing, regulations, cosmetic chemistry, um, social media. Uh, we have an amazing creative team who design all of our packaging. I mean, before it was me and my tiny little team. The buying power, I mean, to be able to go straight to growers and say, um, this herb, I want this amount of it each year. Can you guarantee me, um, you know, be able to go and directly buy a lot of our ingredients? It just opened the world up to us, really. And Tracy, I do believe that there are members of a very famous family which have been using the products. Yes, absolutely. So um, a couple of months ago, three of the Kardashian sisters posted on Instagram that they had been using Codex. Um, so our PR team are quite close to Steph Shep, who would now be an ambassador for Codex. And she was a personal assistant to Kim Kardashian in the past. I mean, she's an influencer in her own right at the moment, uh, but would be still very close with the Kardashians. So she passed our product along to them. And we had then Kim, Chloe, and Courtney all post about Codex in the space of one weekend, which, as you can imagine, just sort of drove things completely mental between sales and notifications and people ringing to say that they'd seen it. It was just an amazing boost for the business. Apart from that initial surge in sales, did it continue on? Yeah, so we would we would have seen growth in our Instagram page from that. It would have increased our audience. And, you know, if you increase your audience, increase your eyes on the page, increase the amount of customers you have. So absolutely, yeah, we've definitely seen a fantastic pickup in the US from that. Now talk us through your role as Master Formulator and a recently launched second collection. Sure. So um, Master Formulator, I suppose that's a very fancy way of saying that I'm involved in the R&D process with Codex. So um, myself and we also have a cosmetic chemist and we have a herbal advisory board um, and we work together to come up with new products. I suppose we look and see what's out there on the market, what there's a demand for, what our sales and marketing team are telling us is needed. And we go into the lab and we create products. So Codex is an incredibly innovative company to work for. Um, we have three patents under our belts already. Uh, we've developed our own natural plant-based preservative that has been patented for us. So really some amazing innovation going on. And just recently, we've launched our second line. So Bia is the line inspired and from Ireland. Um, Antu is the line that's inspired and from the Patagonia re- region of Chile. So it's in- the inspiration comes from the Mapuche tribe. And we actually pay a royalty to the Mapuche tribe for using their like their indigenous knowledge and it's based around plants that grow um, in the Andes um, so things that have really fantastic restorative effects on the skin things that help repair the sun after skin damage highly antioxidant it's a really exciting line all about kind of brightening and restoring the skin and of course you mentioned it earlier in the interview the beauty sector is incredibly competitive in this particular niche so how do you ensure that the Codex Beauty Labs continues to grow its market share and stay one and- step ahead at least of the competition. Absolutely. It is a massively crowded market. I think we have an offering that is quite unique. I think a lot of brands talk about the science and with the nature and the skincare, but we've really gone a step further. Um, we actually changed our name this year to Codex Beauty Labs because we really want to reflect what goes on within our company. Uh, we're obsessed about the science aspect. All of our products go for clinical trials. Um, that's not compulsory. It doesn't always happen in the industry, but we send all of our products for clinical trials where 60 people try the product for up to four 
weeks and measurements are made using instrumentation to see has their skin been hydrated, has their skin brightened, is it more radiant and we share all of those results with our customers on our packaging like the same way you would see the nutritional information shared on food these days we do the exact same on our packaging so that's something really novel in the industry. Um, also there's a, a growing trend in the area called microbiome. It's all about the bacteria that live on your skin and having a healthy population of bacteria on your skin. The same way we talk about in our gut but that's becoming quite a popular area in skincare now and I think we're really leading the way here as well. All of our products have been certified microbiome friendly. We've developed our own natural preservative that doesn't interfere with the skin's microbiome so we're constantly pushing and being innovative and coming up with ways to really stand out in the industry as a science-led natural brand. Well Tracy there's no doubting your passion for the business I have to say that but what are your priorities for the next three to five years? So I suppose our priorities are to grow, grow, grow as much as we can and get our brand name out there. I think we've done quite well in Ireland since we've launched, but there are other parts of the world that we're really interested in 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 doing well in. So we're just launching um, into Cult Beauty in the UK, which is one of the biggest online um, beauty retailers in Europe. Uh, We've gone into um, Asia. We're going into Australia, into Sephora. So really concentrating on growing the business around the world. And for anyone listening to this morning's show, Tracy, that is starting their own business in 2021 as we exit the pandemic, what advice have you got for them from a startup perspective? Yeah, I think one of the most important things that I learned as when I was a startup and, you know, coming through recession years was to really, really look at your costs, really get your costs right. Don't go to market until you have your costs right you know not only does the price of what you know you're selling your product or your service have to cover what goes into it but it also you also need to make money to allow your company to grow to pay yourself to pay staff um like i would say to anybody coming in with a new business don't go in um you know with your the thing about your company being it's cheaper cheaper than the competitor there there isn't a business that's like in at first for small people like that you go in and have the thing that sets you apart be quality or customer service but don't let it be price um, because you'll, you'll just be a busy fool What were some of the pitfalls that you fell into along the way? Oh so many of them <laughs> I didn't get my pricing right at the start and then I had to increase pricing after it had been not long in business which was ridiculous um, cash flow I, I really had to learn to manage cash flow um, the hours that I put into my business I put a lot of hours I put you know there, was, there were times where I slept at the office so that I could work until you know the middle of the night and get up in the crack of dawn and start working again um, but you just have to have that passion if, when you're starting out in business um, but I, I guess try to get try to get the work-life balance uh, it can be hard but try it and and just value yourself put a real value on yourself your time your product your service um, because if you put that value on it other people will see it and they will they will respect that value but if you're already going in not confident about your offering people will see that You mentioned earlier in the interview, of course, about the Kardashians and your connection into the personal assistant of the Kardashians, which was phenomenally beneficial to the business. But for any business owner this morning that's listening to the show, that's thinking about maybe utilising the services of an influencer online, what advice have you got for them? Yeah, lots of advice. The influencer industry in Ireland is is really healthy. There's some fantastic influencers here. Um, But, you know, you need to make sure that you're getting value for your money. Just because an influencer is really big with a large following doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to have um, a return on revenue for you. Um, You need an influencer that is very much engaged with their audience. So I would say go on to their social media pages. How many people are are liking their their posts? How many people are commenting? Is there an engagement between them and their followers 
in the comments section. Try and pick someone who genuinely does like your product and ties in with your product and suits your product. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Tracy Ryan, the Managing Director of Codex Labs Europe, and I'd like to wish Tracy and her team every success with their upward growth trajectory. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.